Oh, Bree, I just thought of something that I've been meaning to ask you this whole time. How much is your life like the movie The Devil Wears Prada? Hey, welcome to the Maybe You're Like Me podcast with me, Mike Burns. Listen, I know we're all more alike than we care to think. We've all got dreams. We've all got hopes. But sometimes we can feel a little alone trying to navigate in this crazy world we live in. So this podcast is all about you and it's all about me and how maybe we're a little more alike than we care to think. Welcome to Maybe You're Like Me. On today's episode, we are talking to Brie Elledge. Brie is an amazing photographer. She lives in New York City. She does amazing fashion photography and photography of people that you probably see on TV every week. It's incredible, and you guys are going to love this conversation with Brie. So let's take it away. Brianna, it is so good to see you again. Uh, I saw you earlier, like 10 minutes ago. Technology got the best of us, and our conversation got cut off, and a whole bunch of fun stuff. But Brianna, it's so good to have you on Maybe You're Like Me. It's so good to see you. How are you doing, friend? I'm good. I'm good. You know, I missed you over those last 10 minutes, but thank goodness see you. See you again soon. <laughs> what, what's the phrase? Distance makes the heart grow fonder. And it's true. Our hearts are so fond right now. So fond. <laughs> uh, Brianna, I've known you for uh, a while and you have just taken off. You've done some amazing things. You are a all-star photographer, like the level of photographer that makes me angry when I see your pictures. Like there's some people that you see the pictures like, oh, that's a nice picture. But I see your pictures on Instagram or wherever of like projects you've done and they, they legitimately just make me angry. And uh, if you could talk me oh. down from this ledge, <laughs> wait, you seem proud of that. What's going on with that? Oh yeah, that's goals. You know. <laughs> <laughs> like, so the, I'm going to just mean, get no. in the weeds. I'm going to get in the weeds for a second. I don't understand how you capture skin texture so good. Like it'll be a close up. Like you've done some like makeup campaigns and stuff. And we're, we're going to get to the podcast stuff in a second, everybody. I'm sorry, but I don't, how do you, how do you capture, I, it, legitimately at the end of this, we'll share your Instagram and people can go look at your pictures. It's, it's ridiculous. So, uh, Brianna, I've known you for so long and I'm so inspired by the stuff you're doing, but for everybody out there who may not have bumped into you yet, who is Brianna? Give us, give us the rundown. Who are you? Hello, friends of Mike. Uh, My name is Brielledge. I'm a New York based fashion and beauty photographer. Uh, you know, lover of dogs, uh, pigeon aficionado. I like long walks <laughs> to the subway. Uh, Let's go ahead and take a quick pause. What is a pigeon <laughs> aficionado? You know, the, they're the state bird of New York, and uh, I think they just they deserve our respect and appreciation. <laughs> now, are you uh, on do, team? Do that... yourself a favor and uh, and uh, go on Instagram and find Mother Pigeon. Sometime uh, she's a, a local favorite. Oh man, I don't know if I want to do that. I'm just going to go ahead and put a a trigger warning for everybody listening. Maybe not to do that. I I don't know if we can trust Bree on this one. This seems a little sketch, but <laughs> pigeon aficionado. Um, so yeah, you're up there in Manhattan, in New York, uh, rock star uh, photographer, and um, and like who are some of the like people you've worked with? Like even recently, I've seen things like Harper's Bazaar, like sports companies all sorts of stuff uh barstool sports recently i worked with um chris maloney from law and order uh, a couple weeks ago 
Is that um, with an M or a B? Is it Chris Baloney? And if so, <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure it's Maloney with an M if I did my research okay, right. Okay. okay. However, I did tell him not to bring any Baloney to set. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. I can just hear people clicking off of the podcast right now. <laughs> oh, no. Well, it was oh, great. No. This has been a great episode. Uh, of we like me. <laughs> All right. So on Maybe You're Like Me, our goal is like we see people like people like you that maybe I've seen you. I see you from a distance. So all the time I see uh, for the most part, I see filtered where you like we're friends and uh, I could call you up and we could have a, a heart to heart conversation. But for the most part, I just I see what you want me to see. So I see uh, some honestly really great pictures. I see uh, if you go on vacation or a location shoot and I see I see the stuff that the filtered version of you. So uh, before we can get to beyond the filter, beyond the stuff and see if maybe we're a little bit of like, even though you are just an all-star talent, um, let's let's figure out who you are. Like give everybody the filtered version of you. Like if they're like following you on Instagram, what, who are they seeing? What are they seeing? probably what you're saying yeah uh yeah a lot of my work is on instagram that's where i share like projects and client work and different like art projects that i'm working on um and then probably just in my stories just travels and pictures of me and my dogs and hanging out with buds you know that's cool yeah, you do some pretty cool stuff. Like I've seen you travel all around the world, getting to take cool pictures. And sometimes it's vacation, sometimes it's work, but uh, it's it's cool like that you've got to do so many amazing things so far in your life. And so I'm proud of you, friend. And no, we've been friends uh, for 12, 13 years, something crazy like that. We've yeah. been in each other's vicinity. The space wow. has gotten a little bit further these last couple of years. You up in the old NYC. Me yeah. down in the Little Apple, Lakeland. I don't, is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what everybody says. Yeah, the Our pigeon apple. content yeah. is way less though. So I understand <laughs> if you don't true. want to hang around as much. <laughs> All right. So uh, here on uh, Maybe You're Like Me, we like to do things in a couple of rounds of questions. And so we're going to start off with what I call the first date round. Um, a long time ago, I figured out that the best way to, if you're on a first date, to make the first date a successful first date is to ask uh, questions, but not like, do you like dogs or cats? Which you've already said, do you like pigeons? Wait, no, no, no. You said dogs. Um, <laughs> but it's to ask the right questions. And so like knowing if you like dogs or cats is good, but we want to try to get, get to know you at least a little bit. So ask the right questions. So I'm going to ask you a couple of questions and uh, we will see who Brielle's first date styles. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. All right. Question number one. So if you could eat one meal for the rest of your life, that's, you get one meal and it's the same meal over and over. It is Groundhog Day meal. What is your Groundhog Day meal? I'm going to have to go with sushi. You're going sushi? Is there sushi. like... All right. So uh, I'm not a big sushi guy. I don't like raw fish and you can hate me on that if you want to, but... That just means more for you. So if you could eat any, uh, like, is there any one sushi that you like or is it just sushi in general? Mm, I think spicy tuna roll. That's my go-to. Okay. And uh, do you do the wasabi or are you a pansy like me and won't go for it? I'm a pansy. I can't handle wasabi. No spicy. Can't do it. Yeah. No, not for me either. 
I don't understand people that they uh, they just like want to obliterate their mouths with like the yeah. the hottest like chicken wings and stuff. I don't. No, that's not for me. No, no. I want to enjoy my life. Challenge. Yeah, uh, for me, for a long time on this one, it would have been pizza. Like I like when you're a kid, it's like yeah, give me pizza. But now I have aged and matured, and more recently, uh, I actually thought about this the other day. I was like what's something I could just eat all the time. And right now it is a club sandwich. I don't know why I want my sandwiches to have three slices of bread instead of two, but it's just perfect. It, it's it's that's a fantastic sandwich. sandwich. It's solid. Yeah, it won't let you down. Yeah. No, that. And then I've been getting a, a, a club sandwich with Ruffles chips. And this actually, this is our first sponsored podcast episode <laughs> by Ruffles. So uh, please enjoy a Ruffles today. Um, <laughs> Bri- Brianna's doing a Vanna White like model pose. Like ruffles at this moment. <laughs> I, I told you beforehand you were supposed to have ruffles, and this is that's that's on us. Uh, for Just those of you listening, yeah, we'll Photoshop it. Yeah, that's that's the best. All right, all right. So, uh, so we now now we know what your what you could eat forever and ever and ever. What is your perfect vacation? Like, if you just got to pick perfect vacation, what mm. what what are you doing? Where are you going? What are you eating? Is it sponsored by Ruffles? Like, just give us the details. Yeah, that's that's Mm -hmm. not that's a no brainer. Definitely Mm -hmm. sponsored Mm -hmm. by Ruffles. All the Ruffles. Um, I think my perfect vacation is always I'm a I'm an I'm a trip person versus a like lay by the beach person. So I like to explore new places. Um, so um, pretty high on my bucket list right now is Morocco. But so um, I have a lot to visit there. But perfect location Hmm. might just be like the trip when you go on the train in uh like europe and you can just go country to country to country to country Mm. and you hop on that would probably be the perfect location because there's i can experience so many different countries now would you like on that train for there to be a murder that happens and that i can a man with a yeah a man with a monocle that you guys can work together and figure this out oh yeah Definitely. <laughs> there's got to be a man with a monocle. I've got to stay. I've got to stay entertained at night. You know. Yeah. In between countries. <laughs> I imagine that would be more terrifying than fun, though. You're just hoping to God that you're not next. I don't know. This is this has gone off the rails. <laughs> the one very murder, quickly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. As long as it's just one. So yeah. and uh, there's obviously clues left behind. Um, I've, mm. Do you think you could solve uh, a murder on a train? Of course. Definitely. No question about it. If you, if you get murdered, I'll solve it right away. Uh, Oh, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) I I have a few uh, police like detective friends that like they, that's what they do for a living. But you know what? Mm -hmm. I'm going to be like, don't call those guys. Got my my girl Brie. Yeah. She's, she's on it. (laughs) Yeah. I'll, I'll give them the details. Uh, Please do. Yeah. Please, uh, please solve, please avenge me. I don't want you to solve. I don't want you to avenge me. So. Oh, so I have to solve and avenge. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You are my new Avengers. Just you. You are my Iron Man. All right. So (laughs) (laughs) this has taken another turn that I don't think anybody was ready for. Uh, Please Ruffles don't drop our, our sponsorship quite yet. Uh, All right. All right. So one last one in this uh, first date round, Uh, what is on, so people have their bucket list and that's great. Things you want to do like just for fun. What do you have anything on your bucket list? that you would uh mm. 
bucket list. Okay, I have, a, I have personal bucket list items and professional ones. So personal bucket list, I'd like to visit every country. Okay. Minimum, you know, and I'll start with every continent, but I would love to see every country. There's so many amazing, tiny, different little countries that you've never even heard of. So how many continents are you at right now? <sighs> see, I think I'm only halfway through. I think I'm only at four. I've, okay. Nope, three. Three. So I have a lot to go. I have a lot of work to do. Um, got to get back at it. These past two years set me back. Um, and <laughs> professionally, I would like, you know, I want to be on a billboard in Times Square. I want you to like walk through and be like, wait, that's where you want to be on a billboard? Months. No, no, my pictures, not me. <laughs> okay. I want you to be on Maybe the billboard. We'll put you, you be on the billboard, you know, for okay. you know, famous podcaster. But uh, yeah, no, podcast just, weekly. I would love a, yeah, exactly podcast podcast weekly yeah <laughs> okay all right so that's your your bucket list those those are cool things now do you have anything yeah. that's on your unbucket list so like something that you would either a never ever ever want to do or b okay. never ever want to do again so the unbucket mm-hmm. list okay so something i would never ever ever want to do uh-huh. is renovate a house uh something that's oh, very popular here in new york for some reason yeah. is the buy a house in the cat, like an hour from the city that's uh-huh. a piece of trash and rebuild it. I think yeah. I might, I am the only person in Manhattan and Brooklyn that has zero interest in buying a project. I, I yeah. buying something that's broken <laughs> and fixing it in my spare time. Like yeah. why? Like, I just like, I <laughs> just, if I'm going to buy a house, I, I would like it to have running water and work. <laughs> I don't yeah. need to have an extra job. Um, yeah. and, things that I would never do again, uh, probably work in an office. I, I, I cannot see myself ever having a nine to five job again. Uh, I've yeah. been a freelancer for at least, mm, I'd say over 10 years now. And I, I don't see myself being able to go back to the nine to five. Yeah. Now yeah. on the, uh, on your, one of your unbucket lists, the, uh, never wanted to buy a fixer upper. Uh, yeah. I I don't know why. So this is like, it's a half bucket list, half unbucket list. So I, uh, 2020, everybody had, uh, like I saw my Instagram was just full of people that were taking like old buses or like vans and then flipping them and making them into RVs. And like, I, I, I'm telling you, I was this close to buying like a, a conversion van or something. And like, luckily Katrina, my wife, like, she was like, do you, because if you ever want to see me angry, if you ever want to see me curse or like, just like be the worst version of myself, then get me like behind a power tool or like trying to fix something. So I cannot like, I w- it would bring out the best and the worst of me all at once. It's incredible. So that's why it's on my bucket and unbucket list because I don't want to do the work, but it sounds fun too. So. I think that could probably be on my unbucket list too, is that I would never live in a tiny home. I don't see the okay. appeal of the, of the theme. Like, and I, I see people like bragging about their tiny home sometimes. And I'm like, it, you realize that's just an apartment in New York city. You know, like, <laughs> like this is not so unique. Uh, it's just small. Uh, I, I, I don't, I do not see the appeal there either. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Uh, I've, I, the only thing that I would ever want a tiny home for is like, again, like if somehow like win the lottery or something, I think it'd be fun to have like a tiny house that is like on or near a beach somewhere that I go to 
like for two weeks a year, that kind of thing. And then like I'll let my buddies borrow it to her or whatever. But that's the only reason I could see myself wanting to live in a tiny house. But mm-hmm. I like I've got too many shoes for that. You know, that's yeah, just not for me. A tiny house. <laughs> 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 oh man. Yeah. I've got things. I'm a, I'm not a hoarder. I'm like two levels under a hoarder. So, um, we're okay for now, but all right. So that was first date round. Uh, that was a lot of fun. It's good to know that you've got, uh, your, your unbucket list figured out. I like your bucket list things too. I like, I want those things for you. I want to see you on, or not, I, I don't want to see your work on times square. I want to see you on times square. So yeah, no, let's, okay. let's just that's get you on, the, on, that's uh, on the unbucket list. <laughs> no, no, no. We're going to get you on like good morning America. And I think they just blast that on the jumbotrons too. So, <laughs> so, okay. Just for fun. Are you, so you're like kind of squirming right now, just thinking about this, but like, how are you on? So you're a photographer, fantastic photographer. How are you on the opposite side of the camera? Like terrible. Is it, <laughs> Very there's a common misconception that the term photogenic means like physically attractive. So if you'd say like, Oh, she's he or she's photogenic and they're not that people are like, Oh, they ugly or that she cute. Not at all. The term <laughs> photogenic has nothing to do with your level of attractiveness. It's like how you photograph and like your comfortability completely opposite. I'm super unphotogenic, just very unphotogenic. I could give you countless you examples. I can't make my hands behave. I tell people all day exactly what to <laughs> do with their hands and how to be natural and put, how to do it, but I cannot do it at all. It's even a joke, a joke with my boyfriend and I that he will have to like hold my hand to like, but like out of frame <laughs> to make sure it doesn't like form like a creepy nub. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, just throwing this out there, just questioning, uh, do you feel like it's like when, uh, doctors go to the doctor, like they know too much, are you too in your head to just relax and have fun in front of the camera? So you're like, I should, my hand should be at a 45 degree angle right now. And my smile should be at a, uh, equinox distance to the Pythagorean theorem. I don't know. Like, is there just think, too much brain? I, yeah. Too much in the head, too critical, not used to seeing it enough. Um, yeah, I've never really been a self-portrait artist either, so I'm not used to doing that. So I'm putting that on your bucket list. At other faces. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I, one of one of my best friends here is an amazing self-portrait artist, and she's she's incredible at it. And I'm, I'm just like look at it. I'm like, you're awesome. I'll never do that. <laughs> that yeah. I, I think I'm also just not interested enough in my own face. <laughs> well, you are gorgeous. Aww. Be nice, my friend Bree. Get it together. <laughs> All right. So that is the first day round. Congratulations. You made it through round one. You, uh, you did it. <laughs> Wiping the sweat off of the brow and everything. And, uh, and once again, we'd like to thank uh, Ruffles for sponsoring that first round. of. <laughs> well, I'm going to Photoshop that. I'm going to Photoshop a bag of Ruffles. You in got your this. Hand, so. You're good with the computer. I don't know about all that. All right. So little, that was, <laughs> that was a fun first round uh, of just, random uh it's good to know that you could eat your body weight in sushi and uh in every continent and that uh you want to be on a murder train um i think i you know i was the one who brought up murder on the train that's my bad yeah, <laughs> so that was you, you. you had this beautiful european vacation in mind and then i i just hijacked it you with had murder, to go to so. murder yeah 
I did. Murder on the Orient Express. It's very important to me. Scooby-Doo styles. Um, all right. So that was uh, a fun round. So now we're moving into a little bit more heart, a little bit more of who you are. So this is beyond uh, like something you would ask. It's, it's a little bit deeper, a little bit more into to who you are, how you think, how you process, um, who Brie really is. You ready to do this? Okay. Let's go. <laughs> she just got very solemn. Oh, she's back. Okay, good. All right. So uh, we're still young. You and I, uh, we're young people. Um, Mm -hmm. But what are you looking forward to getting older? So you got, let's say, let's give you 40 years. Who do you want old Brie to be? Oh, let's see. Uh, I think I'm definitely looking forward to having more free time. Uh, (laughs) That would be nice. Um, You know, in 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 my dreams, my mind, you know, I'd love to you know, move into one of those like old uh, assisted living or like communities, you know, like uh, curated communities with my, all my friends and go play, yeah. sh- you know, canasta and like rummy together, do a little like <laughs> color me mine, uh, you know, like paint a pot, you know, all, we all go on cruises together and, <laughs> you know, dreams, goals. Yeah. Um, but you know, on a more serious note, I think that ideally, you know, I'd like to understand myself a little bit better. Um, I definitely, you know, can find it's like a process, a learning process. And, you know, I can be a little bit of a mystery to myself sometimes. So, uh, I'm hoping that, you know, some of these insecurities and things will be kind of past that and I'll understand like more about like who I am and like what makes me tick and accept and like be more at peace. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely feel that because like my personality type, we're, we're kind of similar in that, like both extroverts, both outgoing, whatever. And sometimes I feel like I'm going so fast that I never stop to like, think about myself. I've got, I've got a few friends that they're just, they're heady. Like they're always thinking about, things like philosophical things and reading books about, I don't know, people that are way smarter than I'll ever be, but I never slow down enough to actually like think about like who I am process, how I'm feeling. And so I'm just going, 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 doing, and I never slow down to do that stuff. So I would just say, Hey, maybe slow down a little bit right now too, and start to keep thinking about those things and learning about Brie and, and keep learning about what makes you tick and why you do what you do so that you're old when you're old someday, you can look back and be like, Oh yeah, things were good. Things are going good. I'm proud of you, friend. I think, and I think old Brie's going to be a blast. Um, (laughs) I think you're going to be like the grandma with the gum. That's just like, (laughs) Oh yeah. All the flavors. Oh uh, yeah. You got, you're always the the one with like candy in your purse and that kind of stuff. Just dealing exactly. out candy. Yeah. It's fantastic. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Cause you're just like in general, you're always just so fun. You were always the best. Oh, All right. So you, you said, yes, said you are. Uh-huh. This is, yeah, we're actually going to use this audio for someday. Uh, when people like in museums, then they're looking at your pictures. She was the best. She was so fun. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just pre-recording Jeez. it now. So, oh, okay. Oh, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. First so when it's in the Smithsonian yeah. someday or uh, yeah. MoMA, people yeah. will know. So perfect. They'll look Good. back on this as a, a milestone. So absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
All right. So you just said it. Uh, so you, you're a super motivated person. Like you're moving, you've got, you've got things going on. So you're busy right now. Uh, this is a, a crazy like season in your life where you're just continuing to, you got projects and projects like legitimately scheduling this with you was, it was so much fun because it's like, I can do today. Nope, I can't. I've got to go to Berlin and uh, shoot. The, uh, I got to take pictures of uh the spring flowers in Milan. I'm like, wait, what's going on? You're just, you got stuff going on. Uh, and like, honestly, for me, like even just hearing about people whose schedules are so busy. And so uh, like, it just like, I'm tired for you. So <laughs> what, what keeps you going? Like what motivates you to, to keep going? Not only with work stuff, but what motivates you uh, like in your personal life? Like what's, what's keeping you, what's making you tick right now? Um, so for work, I would say, honestly, I just have so much that I would like to make. Um, it's, it's pretty easy just for me to stay motivated with work because I've somehow managed to trick or convince, uh, everybody to let me make art for a living. It's, it's kind of great. It's, it's the best, you know, That's and, awesome. you know, not every day is like perfect. There's grunt work, there's, you know, planning and stuff, but for the most part, it's, it's a pretty great job. You know, I get to work with my clients and brands to create stories to help them like communicate to their audience. And it's a lot of fun. So, I mean, my motivation is just, I, I have so much that I would like to make. I, I don't have a lack of ideas. I have a lack of resources, if anything. So I constantly have ideas that I want to be, want to make. And then that's so much the, fun. another, like, I guess the other motivation is that I, what we were talking about before is that like, I want to, I want it to be seen. I want that validation and I want to have not me perhaps, but like, I want my work to be seen on a grand audience. I want yeah. it to be seen and known the work that I've made. Um, so, I mean, that's definitely a big motivator for me pro professionally, um, to get to different levels. And then personally, um, I'm think I'm motivated by like my relationships and creating like deep, deeper and more meaningful relationships. Like you yeah. were saying before, we're both extroverts. We try to, we keep a wide circle, you know, but, um, I've but definitely in the past couple of years been motivated about by deepening those relationships and like yeah. getting to know people on like more than a surface level, um, taking friendships and that I've had for years that it might've been like more surface and like really starting to get to know people. Yeah. And like you said, what makes them tick, what's important to them. Um, and then like building community as well. Um, yeah. very, very important to me to spend time with community and to, to have one that you can, give to get from, you know, circular, circular, circular. <laughs> I don't know. I lost the last shape. word there, but you get it. <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> got it. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you're a lot like me in that you said it a second ago that we're extroverts and like I, in my life, I feel like I can, I can say hey to everybody. I I will talk to anybody and everybody. I used to have a joke. People like I'd hug anybody. Like I just like, like I'm, as soon as I meet you, you're my best friend. Right, and so it, yeah, I'm sorry. It's never going to stop. Um, but like, yeah, I just, I love people and I love being around people. And like, th that's why this has been so much fun as I get to like have different conversations with people that I might not get to have a conversation with every day. But the thing that I, I'm trying to figure out more and more is not just having a bunch of relationships. I, I can 
like shotgun and like spread everywhere, but uh, it's really deepening those relationships and finding people that, that know me beyond like surface Mike. That's honestly what this, this whole podcast is about is that I see people around me that, that they have so much to offer, but like all you ever see of them is just like this, like real surfacey level. And I'm the most guilty of that. Like I am the most guilty of like, just like, this is show Mike of giving the old razzle dazzle, you know, ruffles Mike. And so um, that the thing that I'm just trying more and more is to like, to let the right people in and to, to really deepen those relationships. So I've got four or five guys that, um, that are absolutely there for me and I can have the worst day and talk to them about things. And like, they're, it's not a judgment. It's a, I guess a judgment free zone, but, uh, they love me and they're just helping me to be a better me and stuff. So I like that a lot. So good job keeping yourself motivated, not only to do cool professional things, but to, uh, to be a good person and, to to build relationships. So I love that. All right. So one more question and then we're out of here. Okay. And, and actually we're not out of here yet quite yet, but there's a little bit more podcast left. All right. So you are in a very, uh, visible career. You've got, uh, things that you're making and putting out in the world constantly. And, um, so that being creative is a a weird thing sometimes. So you're talking earlier about like how you have so much you want to create, but there's always going to be people who are on the other side of your picture that are going to be critics. And so, um, you've probably had a few critics here and there, um, whether people you work with or, uh, people in the audience just watching, but, uh, how do you deal with critics? How do you deal with criticism? How does, how does that interact with you? Um, I wouldn't say I'm the best at it. <laughs> yeah, You're right. I mean, I would say you're right for sure. Um, there's a lot of criticism. Everybody has an opinion. It's fashion, you know, and they, they definitely like to be heard. Um, I take it pretty personally. It's, it can be really difficult for me to separate myself from my work. So yeah. criticism, my, my work feels very, very, very personal. Um, it is definitely a goal of mine this year to, and something I'm working on really hard to be able to not take the criticism so personally, um, yeah. and to be able to measure it and see like what criticism is helpful and how to, and then implement it into bettering myself and what criticism I need to set aside because sometimes the criticism is great. Sometimes it's, criticism in telling me different things that I can change with lighting or ways that I can, you know, be more organized. Um, but sometimes it's just someone who's had a rough day and, uh, doesn't actually know what they're talking about. And I, yeah. <laughs> and I'm the, have to be the expert and I have to stand up and use my understanding and my leadership to say, okay, this is why you're wrong. Uh, but in a respectful way. So it can be, it can be <laughs> tricky. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. What, yes. what I'm working on right now. Yeah. Sometimes like, it's kind of like you said, like sometimes you got to kind of figure out is this person like really being critical for the right reasons? Like you can be critical for the right reasons and it's like the most helpful thing, but sometimes it's you're critical because you had a bad burrito and yeah. <laughs> people are just the worst. And so, uh, if you 
with creative things, sometimes it's just, you have to find the right balance of like, who, who's this person? What are they here for? And, uh, yeah, if, if they're there just to be a critic, like you've got people that sometimes uh, either personally, professionally, they will be a critic, not for constructive criticism, but just for criticism's sake, they just like to complain. And those aren't the voices to listen to. Like you've always yeah. got to find the people that are, are in it for the right reason. So sometimes so in a, a job situation, you got people that are, they're being critical to make the project better. And that's great. And sometimes you got people that are critical because they are a jerk. And so you got to yeah. like figure out between the two and uh, figure out uh, what's the best way forward. And I, I don't know if I've got to figure it out. I haven't figured out how to not take it personally either. That's, that's kind of a, a tough sell. So, mm. all right. Yeah. So this is one last question that I am asking everybody on the podcast. And uh, it's been really fun to hear different people's uh people's answers to this question. And just, I've, I've learned a lot from hearing what other people have learned, but what's something you're learning right now? Like you've got a lot going on and I, I want to learn from you. What are you learning right now? Uh, I, I honestly, I think it's related to what we were just talking about. It's uh, I'm learning to stand up for myself and to not take things so personally. I have hmm. got a very bad case of the wanting people to like me is, and it goes into my personal life, my professional life. It like, it infects every part of it. And yeah. you know, there's nothing wrong with wanting people to like you until you let it change how you act and you let it change like, you know, your self-esteem and everything. And sometimes, you know, sometimes people just aren't going to like you. And sometimes yeah. you have to stand up to people either personally or professionally. And, you know, it's not easy, but, um, but it's necessary, you know, especially like in my work as like the leader of the set, I have to be able to stand up to the client. I have to be able to make sure that the project is going the best possible way. But, um, sometimes people's expectations are not reasonable. Sometimes I'm right and they're wrong. And as much as I want, you know, I'd love the client to be happy. Sometimes they're not going to be happy because they've made a mistake and I haven't done anything wrong. And I have to communicate that to them. Yeah. And so I'm having to get that thick New York skin right now. Um, that's something I'm, I'm just like working really hard on is showing that confidence in, you know, I know, I know how to do my job and I know how to, you know, why the scene, I know how to work with a, uh, a, a subject I know how to create a beautiful image but sometimes another part of being a, a photographer is when you're being trusted with an entire production is showing the client that you're confident to their face when yeah. there's when something's going wrong that's not you know it's not anyone's fault that you know you're confident to turn it around and that you're confident in the decisions that you're making and so sometimes you know people have made mistakes and you just have to tell them that. So yeah, yeah, I guess it's, I'm working on learning confidence and yeah. Yeah. Well, you definitely deserve to have some confidence (laughs) because the stuff you make again is so stinking cool. I, yeah, I wish I had like the talent you have in your pinky finger. I would be unstoppable. So yeah. And finding and figuring out how to use your voice is something that I don't have it figured out either. And so, uh, 
Sorry yep. for all of us, I think. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. So, yep, you got a good voice. So use it. I'm proud of you. Keep learning how to use it. All right. So uh, <laughs> we have finally, like we we started off a little fun with the uh, sushi and uh, murder on the Orient Express. And then uh, yeah. things got a little serious there. Um, but now we're going to end this uh, with what I call the common ground round. It's uh, a couple of this or that style of questions. You got your, your cards there. You ready to go? Yeah. All right. So uh, we are going to ask you a couple of uh, this or that style of questions. And I just need your, your blunt honesty. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. <sighs> Here <Yeah>. we go. <laughs> All right. Uh, when it comes to clothing, would you rather your clothing be patterned or plain? I feel like we might be the same on this one. I forgot to mention this before. We've done several episodes at this point and no one has gone five for five with me. Let's see if we can get this first one right. Are you ready? Three, two, one pattern or plain? You put plain. Hey, we are both plain, plain. Janes. Look <laughs> at you. <ya. laughs> I like um, to accessorize. You can't have it. If you have too many patterns, you're competing with your accessories. I do not like to accessorize. I just wear <laughs> a plain t-shirt and uh, I, I'm not, I'm not a genius. Please don't take this that way at all. But they say like those geniuses, like Steve Jobs that like, they just wear the same thing or they wore the same thing every day. If I could do that and get sure. away with it, I absolutely would. Like, just give me like a comfortable t-shirt, some jeans and some tennis shoes and I'm set forever. So yeah, yeah. I, I'd rather go plain all day. All right. Would you rather, um, if you are, let's, I'm going to, let's set the scene here. Are you ready for the scene setting? We are in, uh, we are in Switzerland and we are exploring. Would you rather travel by car or bike? Exploring Switzerland. Are you ready? Three, two, one. What you got? Oh, she went bike. I went car. Uh, <laughs> I find it that, I find it easier to like stop and like pop out and wander around. I always when when I'm on bike. Yeah, I car I you think, always have to find like a parking space. You're going so fast. Mine comes down to just me being lazy. Um that's exactly <laughs> where I'm at on that one. And you get to enjoy more of the countryside if you're driving by it very fast. So Okay, so if I if I'm exploring the countryside, then uh -huh. car. If I'm in the city, mm. like hmm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> seems like you don't know your answer so i'm gonna give that one a uh that one is a miss with an asterisk so we're uh one for two right now or one i don't know it's asterisk there okay here we go when it comes to soda are you going coke or pepsi this one is easy everyone should get this one correct all right you ready to go three two one what you got i can't see it. you're a pepsi Oh, no. Ah! <laughs> no way. I went Coca-Cola. Classic. Not new Coke. I'm failing. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> uh, have you always been a Pepsi gal? I think so. Yeah. I like huh. more of the, the more of the friends of, of the Pepsi as well. Dr. Okay. Pepper. 
Yeah, okay, so I don't mean to uh, to correct you here. I'm I'm allow me to mansplain for a second. Dr Pepper is its own company, and I was gonna oh, like give fine. the caveat that um, <laughs> I like Coke and Pepsi. They're both fantastic products, but uh, give me a Dr Pepper any day of the week. That's that's where uh, I'm at. See, I give us a, I give us a quarter point. Yeah. Okay. So we're at, I think we're at two and a half now. I mean, one and a half. So I feel good about that. So one and a half out of three. All right. Ready for uh, the fourth one here. Would you rather eat pancakes or waffles? When I wrote these, apparently I was hungry because (laughs) they're mostly food-based pancake or waffle. All right. Three, two, one, what you got? Oh, we both went waffles. Waffles. All right. So is there any... (laughs) <laughs> you want the the compartments to store uh, do you like anything in your waffle is it or is it just a plain jane waffle are we i think i like plain waffle yeah now this is a this is a personal thing if i could get a pecan waffle from like a waffle house at like midnight after working all day that is heaven i don't even care like Make pieces all... of pecan <sighs> yeah have you never had a pecan waffle Bree, you're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> if you guys can see it's the disgusted me. face she is making right now, oh my goodness, it's the best. You're just eating your waffle and then you get it's stuck in your tooth. Just oh, no. it's, I'm I'm absolutely. It's like a second. It's a surprise for later. Now I'm going to be very honest with you. Uh, we had a uh, big breakfast this morning, and I actually had a pecan waffle. So what you going to do about it? And look at me, I'm still here standing. All right, last one. And again, it is another food-based one. Are you ready for this? I don't, again, I'm sorry to everyone out there. (laughs) It needs to happen. All right. Uh, When it comes to potatoes, are you going mashed or baked? Let's see what... Let me see what I uh, can put here. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. What you got? I went mashed. She went baked. What's going on, Bree? What's, what's, I'm I'm confused. <laughs> I'm appalled. Why are you how, appalled? How could you ever go mashed over baked? I, it's just You're delicious. So limited in your options. Yeah. Oh, what what can you do with a baked potato? You can't do with a mashed potato. Um, exhibit A: crispy skin. I I could tan before I eat it, and my skin will be crispy. <laughs> what do you want from me? Brianna, June Elledge. I don't know your middle name, so they just made up one for you. Listen, I there's there's just something special. Like it, to me, mashed potatoes are holiday food. So like I don't need mashed potatoes all the time, but like Thanksgiving, Christmas, those it's just it's a special special treat. You can get a you can get a baked potato at any uh, Waffle House. I don't know. Right, also, the second half has been sponsored by Waffle House. Potatoes. <laughs> You can, you can put, put cheese and mashed potatoes. You can put all of olive the above. oil and salt on the outside. So crispy. You could do that no. with a mashed but Oh, you could do twice baked mashed potatoes. Listen, there's the possibilities. Baked, baked potatoes. Why are we baking them so many times? Why we should <laughs> we should just make up our minds with how many times we're gonna bake them and just bake them right the first time. Oh, Brie, I just thought of something that I've been meaning to ask you this whole time. How much is your life like the movie The Devil Wears Prada? I mean, is it not like it at all? I mean, it's basically an exact replica of The Devil Wears Prada. So I are mean, you are you more exactly. Meryl Streep or Anne Hathaway in this situation here? 
or being, and hear me out very kind stanley tucci I, I dare to dream of Stanley Tucci. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't want to be Stanley Tucci? <laughs> I mean, it's pretty much exactly like real life. Um, okay. Okay. I mean, kidding aside, it kind of isn't that far fetched. Um, oh man! Spo- spoiler alert: um, There is a. If you have never seen the Dale Brothers product, now is the time to go and do your laundry and take your dog for a walk. Um, check back in in five minutes. <laughs> so you've officially been warned, everyone, if you have not seen the Devil Wars Prada in the last, like, how how old is the Devil Wars Prada? 2005? Oh, I, I don't know. I don't want to like, You've had, like, you've had at least 10 years to watch the Devil Wars Prada. It's on TBS probably right now. Just turn your TV on to any station. Just watch it. It's always playing. And then come back for the rest of whatever Bree's about to tell us. I'm going to watch it after this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, to be fair, though, if you watch it, um, the, for the spoilers, there is a scene in it where um, the uh, Meryl character, she's supposed to be like Anna Wintour. She gives this big, long monologue because the intern character um, Anna Hathaway kind of laughs at Meryl Streep when she's picking out belts because she's like oh these two belts are like exactly the same and then Meryl launches into this insanely amazing just like perfect monologue explaining to her all of the ways that the the high-end fashion influences every little part of life that's actually Mm -hmm. she's not it's it's pretty spot on because now that I, I work in fashion I see how like those higher up in like the creative directors and the magazine editors and how they're creating fashion that you'll see at like a couture show or a fashion show. And then you'll start to see that trend setting that creation trickle down into every phase of like society, even down to your like Walmart and target. And it is kind of fascinating seeing how like they're shaping and, uh, you know, creating society, these different trends in society that we all participate in, but nobody thinks about how they're actually created. Now, I, uh, for those of you who are not wanting spoilers, you can come back and join us now. <laughs> now, now the Dev Wars Prada has been spoiled. The thing that I don't get is like, um, like the crazy fashion weeks where it's like somebody took like a, a fish bowl full of uh, mullet and uh, everybody's got a mustache with three hairs all pointing a different direction. <laughs> and uh, I, again, this is me, fashion designer. Uh, and then they're wearing boots, but the boots are actually cottage cheese containers. And then they're mm-hmm. like, that's fashion. And we're supposed to, I, I don't get that at all. Um, but I do like a good solid black t-shirt and jeans. Sure. So if oh, there's perfect. any of that out there, I, I could be a designer. But uh, you would have the exact right outfit to be a uh, lighting assistant. Uh, that is definitely the uniform black t-shirt. Black jeans. <laughs> <laughs> if, if this whole podcasting thing doesn't work out, I'm going to come holler at you up yeah. in the NYC and we'll have I'll, some opportunities for you. Oh, uh, thank you. I'll point some lights in places. That'd be great. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay. So now that we know that uh Dev Wars Prada is real and that, uh, fashion is being controlled by people like Brianna all the time. Um, <laughs> oh man, this has been so much fun. Thank you, friend. All right. So if there's people out there that want to uh, maybe follow you or maybe get to know you a little bit better, 
what's the best place to to find you on the internet or wherever? On the interwebs, pretty much just Instagram. I I would say Instagram is the best place to come and follow along. It is just Brie Elledge Photography. Deals. And yep. did you want me to give out your cell phone number right now? For those of you, you know, listening, go ahead and g- give me a it call is, if, you need a, if you need photography. <laughs> it is 555-827-444333. Um, I don't know if that's enough or too, it's too many numbers, but it's, here we are. <laughs> yeah, it'll be figured out. Bree, thank you so, so much for being here and doing this. You are a rock star and I'm just so proud to know you, much less be your friend. So thanks for doing this. Ah, you are the best. Uh, thanks. Thank you to Mike and all the friends of Mike for uh, join, joining in. <laughs> oh man, it's, it's so much fun. For all of you listening, thank you for joining us here at Maybe You're Like Me. And we will see you next week. Have the best week. We'll see you soon. <laughs>